Gearcast Podcast Emporium. Horses are definitely demons. Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about all the characters we all know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is newcomer Rob London. Hello! We are coming up to the 100th episode soon. That'll be beginning, that'll be exactly a week from now, so. Woo! But, uh, I guess this is gonna be just because I like my theme weeks, the road to 100 or something. I, I don't know. I guess all of them are road to 100, but I don't know. I, I haven't had a theme week for like one whole week. How am I supposed to survive? But I guess speaking of people that we need to talk about, uh, Dreadnought. Well, I, I guess, uh, unfortunately, I think there are only two characters here, so you can't have Dread Week. No, yeah, I can't. That's uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's real unfortunate. So I wanted a dread week. Like I don't know why we're gonna have like a dread king or something like that. Maybe Marvel could uh, buy the rights to uh, Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future, so you could do Lord Dread from that show. But uh, yeah, this is probably one of the sparsest uh, entries I've seen. Yeah, this is uh, this is a robot. Yeah, uh, robots. Um. I'm going, this is my new policy, because I have a couple policies on this show. I don't like it when people are too hyper-specific. I also don't like it when people just put presumably, instead of just not saying something or making something up. But I also don't like how they do robots, or people in robot suits. Because let me tell you something, there's a big picture of Dreadnought, there's about a paragraph of what... what it is, uh, not even that good of a uh, history portion, and then it's maybe about, I want to say probably about a couple hundred more words, just giving very specific things to stuff that he can do, or it can do, but like it doesn't matter, because when we read it, we don't have those numbers in mind. No, although I I will admit I am a sucker for the uh, the Elliot R Brown diagrams in these old handbooks. I do like I do like the diagrams, but okay, standard temperature of gas. <laughs> Listen, how else are you going to know what temperature of gas is coming out of the mouth nozzle connected to tank of freon gas in his stomach cavity? Like some of it's okay, like he has gamma ray particle beam projectors. That's good to know. Cause you know, like, okay, so he has gamma ray stuff. But, like, you don't need to know that his maximum speed is 35 miles an hour. He's either gonna be faster than what he's chasing, or not faster. There you go. Uh, what the, what the, what this doesn't mention that I would like to know is why does he have those, uh, spikes on his thighs and forearms? It's a good thing he's a robot, cause those would super chafe. So, Dreadnought. It's blue. That's humanoid. And it has a bunch of fiddly stuff around around its head. And it looks kind of like a dumb robot, too. It's not really well done. If I remember correctly, I think this is a Jim Steranko design. Uh, when he was doing uh, 
Nick Fury Agent of Shield stories in Strange Tales? Yes, uh he first showed up in Strange Tales 154. Beware the deadly dreadnought. Um this is also the sparsest comic find page ever looked at too. Because Comic Find normally goes into a lot of really minutiae that does not need it to. <laughs> like, okay, this is also just a paragraph. The Dreadnought is a non-sentient robotic combat instrument created by Hydra. The Magia, directed by Madame Mask, stole the Dreadnought design from Hydra. In manufactured, modified models of the Dreadnought. They have often fought Iron Man and S.H.I.E.L.D. That right. tells me almost nothing. It's just a robot. <sighs> I mean, they're they're kind of crummier sentinels. Yeah, I mean they're they're big. Yeah, I mean they're, they're not that big, and I actually think they're just... not. The thing is almost as tall as this. Oh, jeez, what a what a what a revolting development. Plus, this can only lift like ten tons, which is, I mean, impressive for a person. But yeah, uh... okay, I just had this thing with um with another. With another thing, so a dread, uh, dreadlock, not dreadlock, deadlock. It can only pick up like four, four, uh, four thousand pounds. That's such a weak cyborg. I mean, I guess half of him is like a dead body. So, if a, if an empty Iron Man suit is like stronger than you, like try to get better stuff. I mean, like that's why he's got the gun, I guess. Please don't bot shame this, uh, this dreadnought. Then again, I mean, the, the Dreadnought is non-sentient, so it's not like it's going to be, you know, upset. Yeah, well, whatever. He's, he's dumb. I don't like him. Uh. But <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I've I've read his appearances. He's in an issue of Marvel Team-Up with Spider-Man and Nick Fury. And then the Dreadnoughts are also involved in uh, the Hero Killers, which was one of those 90s annual crossovers with the three Spider-Man books and uh, the New Warriors. Yeah, that's a the blind spot for me is like early New Warriors. Okay, I, mean, a, I just did a big reread of that series. I love it. Yeah, I need to get Marvel Unlimited back again once I have money because oh, I, I, I have a Marvel Unlimited is my is my is my lifeblood. Okay, so so we're just pivoting because Dreadnought's a big dumb robot. Yeah, there's like there's him. nothing really to talk about here. He's an he's an adequately cool looking robot, but he's not terribly exciting. Oh yeah, Atlas. Atlas is taller than him. Like I can think of a couple of characters that are taller than him. He's not yeah. a good robot. If you're mm -hmm. if you're going to be a lame robot, at least be a big robot. That's right. I mean, the Sentinels kind of look like big purple and pink doofs, but they're also the size of a uh, of a mid-sized apartment building, so they're cool. Take that in mind, people who are robots. That's right. If you're going to be dumb looking, be tall. If you can't have quality, have quantity. Exactly. Well, I I've been trying to search for a uh, podcast or so that does like an issue, or at least story arc by story arc recap of Spider-Man. You know, listeners, if uh, anybody's interested, I could probably do that. Yeah, because uh, like I, I know some things about Spider-Man, but again, my knowledge base is like 2000s and to now. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, for like a while in the 90s, he had like four monthly books a, a month. Yeah. There was a lot going on. Yeah, then the Clone Saga lasted like about two years longer than it needed to. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's when I got into Spider-Man comics, so I, I look back on it very fondly. But uh, I see it through the haze of nostalgia, and I, I realize that it's it's actually not very good. No, it's not. Uh, although, like, I heard that the new Clone Saga thing they did recently... Oh, the, uh, yeah, the, the Clone Conspiracy. That was uh, Dan Slott and uh, Jim Chung, I believe. Uh, I heard that I, that's I, good. I've I enjoyed that a lot. And I know that they gave Dr. Octopus a new body um, and everything. Which... I, I love Dan Slott's Dr. Octopus. I'm looking forward to that immensely. Yes, I'm looking forward to it also, cause, um, because unfortunately Spider-Man was one of the reasons why I stopped reading comics for a long time. Uh-huh. Uh, around the time Doc Ock was doing the end of the world thing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, ends just, of the Earth. Ends of the Earth. I just got kind of tired of it. And on top of that, like, Avengers vs. X-Men was happening around the same time. And then New 52 hit. And then I'm just like, nah, I'm done. I'm just done with comics for a while. You know, it's sometimes healthy to take a little break like that. Uh, I don't think I ever could. It would, uh, it would be like, uh, like Archer. Uh, stopping drinking, the cumulative hangover would kill him. And I think it's the same with me and superhero comic books. Yeah, well, I just read Invincible for, oh, yeah. like, two more years, and then I got back into it. I found Marvel Unlimited, actually. Was it? Oh, that? Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, Marvel Unlimited. It's good, guys. Oh, it is, you should it get is it. fantastic. They fixed a lot of the problems that was there when I was first reading it, so. Yeah, I, I can, I'm afraid. I'm afraid I can think of nothing more to say about the Dreadnought. Yeah, like, it's it's a robot, and Hydra made it, so... It's a, it's a robot, robot named after a boat. But, speaking of Hydra, we'll have uh, something related to Hydra next episode, also. Ooh. Ooh. You have to wait a whole day for that. Plugs. Okay, so I would like to plug uh, my uh, my podcast, which I uh, co-host, uh, Stasis Pod, the Transformers animated podcast. We're going uh, episode by episode through the uh, Transformers animated series. Prior to this, we had gone through uh, the 90s Transformers series, Beast Wars, and Beast Machines. And I would also like to plug the uh, current Marvel handbooks, which I write for. Uh, we are currently doing a series on the uh, MCU movies and TV shows. Our Doctor Strange book just came out. And there's also a collection of our first uh, six books uh, that is all out in comic shops and bookstores now. So uh, check it out. This is Jesse. I have this podcast. I also have a podcast called Turn to Page, which is a choose your own adventure book podcast. Uh, I also have a podcast called Random Sapling, where me and my lovely podcast cohort, Kerry Nelson, talk about stuff that pops up on Wikipedia. If you'd like to support the show, you can rate, review, subscribe. Support us with cold hard cash by donating to the Patreon or buying a t-shirt. The links to both of those will be in the description down below. And on the uh, Alphabet Flight uh, Facebook page, Alpha Flight Pod Encyclopedic Marvel Journey. Um, the artwork is done by Ryan Healy. This has been Alphabet Flight, and may country protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Good night. Good night.